Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. How are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holiday. I am Doc Holiday. Isaac, what's up, man? Happy Friday to you, man. Fun Friday. What's going on, Doc? Happy Friday to you as well, man. Football weekend starting early, early this week. Got the Tigers playing tonight, so kind of excited about that. But our Rams are playing the Detroit Lions at home, so it's almost like a homecoming, man. It feels good to be back at home again and uh, have another football game at SoFi Stadium. You think Jared Goff going to make it think it feel like a homecoming? You think he going to say it feels good to be home again? Because his ass coming home again. Now he's a part of the Detroit Lions. And Jared Goff coming into SoFi, coming back to play our L.A. Rams. Uh, sorry as hell, bro. Detroit 0-6. Jared Goff trash. Playing trash. He, he playing so badly, dog, that they trash-ass coach, Dan Campbell, saying that Jerry Goff needs to step up when actuality Dan Campbell needs to step up. But our Rams taking on an 0-6 team, man. We favor by more than two touchdowns, and we know it still can go either way because these are NFL teams. But the fact of the matter is, man, Jerry Goff coming home, man, uh, coming back to La La Land, uh, I'm pretty sure he's motivated to play well against his old squad. I'm sure he's motivated, but at the same time, he's not expecting a Tom brady return to Foxborough type uh, return to SoFi Stadium uh, return in his return. Um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot that's going on this week, Doc. I mean, you hear the chatter, you hear the talk about, you know, the way Jared Goff was traded or way he was ushered out of the door and people doing what they had to do from the business standpoint of it. We get all that, Doc. I mean, football players should be professionals, should be self-motivated and when you have times and opportunities like this to come back and face your own old team, Doc, that should add towards it. So, you know, we may get the best, the very best version of Jared Goff this Sunday. So it, it, it remains to be seen. But once again, this is another game similar to what we played last week. We got another franchise that's coming in here that's kind of reeling right now from top to bottom. Uh, they're trying to fix it. And, and in NFL, sometimes you have to fix it on the run. So, it's up to us. It's up to our approach to the game. I've been on, on uh, teams where we lost being a favorite 14 points, 14 point favorite, and it was in the Super Bowl. So you got to be a professional entering to this game versus the Detroit Lions. Really can't play their schedule. You can't play the, the, the guys that are, that are uh, in their uniforms, but you go out and just be really, truly concerned about our own execution. 
how we can uh, build on last week's victory as far as the running game is concerned, as far as can we get another perimeter guy involved in the game plan again, and can we just go out and do what we're supposed to do and win this football game? And speaking of winning this football game, man, we had a Rams defender won something this past weekend. I wanted, I wanted to shout that out because, you know, we talk about Jerry Goff coming in trying to put together one of his best performances. Well, Taylor Rapp did put together one of his best performance against the, uh, performances against the New York Giants, man. Two picks to Daniel Jones, man, a couple of good pass breakups. Taylor Rapp wins the NFC Defensive Player of the Week, so I want to salute to him before we really get this started. So Taylor Rapp gets to go, gets to go against his own, you know, his old quarterback, Jerry Goff now. I mean, that's the storyline, man, Jerry Goff coming back. But it's also the storyline, Matthew Stafford facing his old team. And yeah. uh, Stafford been kind of dicing through cats, man. He probably had maybe one off game. But other than that, he's been dicing through cats this weekend. He have a, uh, he has a Detroit Lions squad that's coming in here, man, one of the worst offenses in the league and one of the worst defenses in the league. So if Jerry Goff is motivated and excited about facing his old squad, I'm pretty sure Matthew Stafford would love to come out and throw about five, 600 yards on his team if we have to throw it that much. So Matthew feeling good too, man. I, I know he want to, you know, he want to torch, torch Detroit ass as well because they did get rid of him. You know what I'm saying? They got rid of him too. So that was almost like, we don't want you either. So Matthew, you know, I'm pretty sure his mind is not revenge, but you know, let me show y'all what I was giving y'all that y'all re- probably really didn't appreciate. Well, you know, it, from that standpoint, Doc, it was probably a mutual uh, departure or breakup between Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Lions. I mean, 12 years at, in one spot where you don't produce any postseason victories, any postseason accolades, uh, being in one of the most prominent positions uh, in football, that quarterback spot. So, uh, absolutely, he, he has an opportunity to go out versus his old team. He's going to be extra motivated to go out and perform well, but... You know, one of the biggest things I keep seeing and what we can build on this week, once again, is that synergy between coach and quarterback now, that's happening between Matthew Stafford and that's happening between Sean McVay. I mean, there's the, there's the synergy. So McVay can just be the offensive coordinator. He can call a play, kind of move on to the next play. If it ends up second and five, ends up third and five, he can be one step ahead of everything, kind of like he wasn't last year with Jared Goff being the quarterback. So it was many, many things that he had to micromanage with Jared Goff as a quarterback. So now just having, just having that uh, Matthew Stafford, a guy who's been through uh, a lot of football, has played some significant games and uh, has produced at a high level, he has that back now. So we can build on that. And this is another opportunity, albeit going, going against a team that's on six, that's reeling right now. We can build on what we what we really set that foundation on from the beginning of the season, even up to last week, and start making some plays again this week, man, and, and execute together. Speaking of execution and making some plays, I love to execute that game film, man. I love to be in a game film with at least one of them because I don't know who the hell plays for Detroit, bro, other than Jared Goff. I can't name anybody. Now, I'm looking at that squad. Okay, Jared Goff, he's thrown for 1,500 yards so far, 263 yards a game, seven touchdowns. Damn, I've been sacked 15 times. Damn. Oh, my gosh, bro. He's thrown four picks. But other than him, Jerry Goff. Okay, they, their leading rusher is Jamal Williams. I think he's from BYU. Averaging 40. Okay, I right, do. I got you, young Roy. I don't, I don't know you. Uh, leading receiver, TJ Hawkinson. He's 6'5", though, bro. TJ is 6. It's, yeah, I don't know where TJ's from. But, yeah, 255. Uh, no, no, 311 yards. Two touchdowns, but I don't know anybody on their squad. Now, we do not have another former Ram on the squad. Now, Michael Brockers, 
we got his ass yeah. on up. Well, we got he he got sent to Detroit after he said something, you know, bad about not bad about Jerry Goff and said that Matthew Stafford was a uh, upgrade. But anyway, I mean, I don't I don't know nobody on their squad, man. But we know they don't mean anything I because these are guys who are getting paid millions of dollars to play football. And anything can happen because I think then we I think we may have played a winless jet squad maybe last yep. year or something, and they beat us. So we can't yep. take this, we can't take this game lightly, man. No, I think, uh, you know, I think, and I'm, I'm sure Coach McVay has, has mentioned that Jets game from last year. I'm sure that's, you know, that has been mentioned in, in, in a team meeting or two. But absolutely, Doc, these guys are still on scholarship, man. You have to respect the professionalism of other professional players. Uh, they, can, they can be motivated as well. They can be motivated to, to get off that losing streak that they've been, ha been having. And this is their next opportunity to do that. So <clears throat> we may not know their names. But we, we see and recognize the uniform that they're wearing. And we can understand the journey that they've been on to get to where they are right now. So these guys are on scholarship, kind of like what we are. They're, they're, they're re really trending down. I think, uh, you know, from a from couple of the highlights that I've seen, their early games, they play hard. They play a hard brand of football. I've been on teams like that, unfortunately, where we, where we play good losing football. You know, we find a way to lose it, but we're still energetic and we're pounding people on the other side. And it, it, it takes a couple of things to happen before a team starts to realize, OK, we can play good winning football. So um, I think the Detroit Lions are in that mode where they're playing good losing football right now. And hopefully, you know, we, we come out, do our job, kind of keep them in that mode. Now, it, I mean. Uh, it's kind of like a dumb question to ask, but I'm at it. What 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 scenario do you see? The us actually losing this ball game. I mean, you know, as I you can't take nobody for granted, man. But what scenario? Of course, if we come out and play like shit and turn the ball over three or four times or whatever, but I really don't see that happening because we have a veteran squad who knows the agenda, who knows what needs to be done. But it's not beyond the realm of possibility that Jerry Goff can – hey, because sometimes I'm going to have games and he hits you for four or 500 yards. So yeah. is there any scenario you see other than us turning the ball over that Detroit has a possibility of getting their first win against us? Any scenario you see, Isaac, or what could happen? I'll say this. Um, energy and confidence are so important. I, I think it was the great Elliot Perry, Perry on your other show that mentioned – uh, you can take one of the biggest uh, or, or the smallest, but that main ingredient between a great athlete, a non-great athlete, is that word confidence, Doc. A team like Detroit can come in and, and manufacture some confidence, and you'll have a different animal that you have to play on Sunday. A team, a great team like the uh, Los Angeles Rams, can come in lacking that confidence, and you, you'll see a different animal on the field. So I keep going back to executing and doing what we do best making sure that we're building and building takes place during the week. Doc. It's not just on game day on Sunday, man, but it has to be that preparation. And listen, this is the NFL doc. I mean, two turnovers by somebody uh, you, you're looking up a hole trying to, trying to recover and trying to figure out what happened. So keeping the ball, not turning the football over and making them turn the football over, man. That's how we play football. And that's how we've been executing the last couple of weeks. And talk about somebody executing the last couple of weeks now. I, I, I made a comment about Leonard Floyd after that first game. I said, he need to give us a little bit more. You know, I did. I wasn't, you know, yeah, I, you right, you right. So, chill out. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't criticizing the brother, but I was just saying. 
But since then, uh, oh, oh, L. Floor been bringing hell with him, man. He leading the squad right now with four and a half sacks. So uh, that's good to see, even though we know AD's the hell raiser, the little god, like you call him. But Leonard Floyd in that defense, man, especially Jalen Ramsey and them dudes in the defensive backfield, they know Jerry. They know his tendencies. They know his uh, uh, limitations. They know how to get in his head mentally. And that's the thing, man. When you get in hit Jerry's head mentally, because he has the physical tools because he's shown it, but it's the mental faculties that he's lacking. I'm pretty sure, and I know for a fact, they're looking forward to facing this guy because they know what this guy can do and what he can't do. And Aaron Donald, you know, said the plan is to get out. He's going to get out the golf. I mean, I saw that headline. I'm like, God damn it, that's they playing every game. That ain't no real good headline. But I'm pretty sure they know this dude very, very well. So how could Jared even counter that? Because shit, he ain't changed none. And they know what he wants to do. They know what he can do. How do you think Jared can, can, can I guess, kind of alter that a little bit, knowing these cats on the other end? on the other side of the ball, who he's facing finna come at that ass and they know everything that he wants to try to do. Well, you know what? The the the, the Aaron Donalds of the world, the Jalen Ramseys of the world, they they have had multiple practices versus Jared Goff. So do they know his tendencies? Yes, they do. Um, you know, the greatness of those players that I just mentioned is why a Taylor Rapp can be NFC defense player of the week. Because they, those guys get and cause so much havoc and, and create so much attention that they force other guys to make mistakes. And we saw that last week in the Giants throwing two, two interceptions to uh, Taylor, Taylor Rapp. But, but here's the thing. What can Jared Goff do? The only thing he can do is what we all can do. We can all self-scout ourselves and kind of watch our films, notice and pick up on tendencies, what we like to do, and, and create new tendencies. We can be innovative in our approach. So... I mean, uh, hopefully, you know, Jared listens to this podcast after Sunday and, and, and choose to, to choose, chooses to uh, change his tendencies that way. But as far as going into Sunday this weekend, Doc, I think it's pretty much a lot. I think the guys are who they are right now. And we're going to have to play this game at four o'clock Eastern time, Detroit Lions versus the Los Angeles Rams with the people that we have on the field. And we're going to mesh both teams be professional. I just think the Rams have a lot more. Uh, confidence going for them. They're trending upward a lot more than Detroit Lions are. Now, it, it, facts. Now, I don't know what kind of relationship Jerry Goff has had with the defensive players, especially the defensive linemen. I don't know if it's a good relationship or probably, you know, I don't know. But I do know this. For years, them cats couldn't hit his ass. So they probably would, you know, AD probably get back to him, probably tap him on the hammer like, boy, you better be glad I bust your ass, but I can't touch you but now I can touch it. So that's something he definitely has to be worried about, something I'm pretty sure that makes him nervous. But on the other side, man, before we wrap this thing up, I want to see Daryl Henderson continue to tote that rock like he did last week. And I think this is another opportunity for him to have a big week because if we get up, then we can run the ball and he can really show some things. I think because I think Jake Funk, the little rookie, then got hurt as well again. So, But anyway, I think our running game and our offensive line this is another opportunity for our offense to continue to continue to show their explosiveness. But, you know, me, us being Memphis Tigers and me being a running back, I want to see D Hendo tote that rock again on this Detroit line. And I, I want to win this game 31 three, man. I don't want no four. I don't want none. I just want it to be a blowout and just going to get this thing out the way. I, uh, you know what? We saw John Walford get some snaps last week. I'd love to see him get some snaps 
uh, based on us scoring, you know, 30 plus points as well this week. But, um, you know, you mentioned Daryl Henderson. I'd like to see him build on his his uh, his his season, what he did last week. But I also like to see this defense have another performance or better than what we had last week, man. I think we really started to set a tone the way we can play and what we can do defensively. And now you got to start building on that. You get one week where we really stand out. You get an NFC defensive player of the week and Taylor Rapp. And now you add to that with another defensive performance versus a Jared Goff, uh, a defense, uh, Detroit Lions team that's, like I keep, keep saying, they're reeling right now. So we kind of we, we can come out, pressure the quarterback, uh, get off the field on third downs. I think that builds, that builds this defense even more. And you see guys start to gel even more when you start seeing consecutive weeks where we're playing, you know, really, really good defense. Dan Campbell, you think he should have called Jerry Goff out? Because we know Jerry can be a little mentally sensitive. You think he should have called him out? So it's just six weeks into the season, man. I think he should have called him out. Well, Doug, I don't, I don't think anyone's immune from being called out. First of all, you should call yourself out. Second yeah. of all, I think a coach or one of your players, they just confirm it. Now, doing it publicly, Doc, I mean, that's a, that's a different story because no, we like I mean. to keep things yeah. in-house. Yeah, we like to keep stuff in-house. And we like to police our own and correct our own. Always believe in the sandwich, Doc. You start with, with, with some love. Uh, you, you, you put the uh, corrective measures on the inside of that sandwich. And on the end, you end with some more love or, or encouragement. So, um, you know, to, to do it publicly, Doc, is one thing. You can lose guys like that. You can lose your team like that. And we're talking about a quarterback who's on a four-year deal with 100 plus million dollars. So, when they when they decide to make a change, who you think they're gonna change? Facts, and that's what I meant publicly. You, I know, yeah. yeah, you call somebody out behind, but publicly though, especially man, yeah. when you ain't really shown to be a good head coach, you need to shut your ass up and uh, uh, do what you need to do. But finally, golf standing ovation, man, in so far. I mean, I know he gets a warm reception, but standing ovation, I wouldn't stand up well, and clap for him. Well, Doc, I think I mean you got to look at his body. He, he, here's here's the facts about his career thus far. Uh, um, he's a overall first overall pick for the Rams in St. Louis, uh, made the trip to Los Angeles, uh, didn't win a game until he met Sean McVay, hasn't won a game after Sean McVay. So he took his team to the Super Bowl. Doc, that's, that's something that a lot of people can't say. And we got to be able to respect that, respect that his body of work through college made him the first overall pick. He ended up taking it and leading the team to a Super Bowl, starting a Super Bowl, was very close to winning a Super Bowl, Doc. So all of that goes on the resume. Do we applaud him, applaud his work that he did in L.A.? Absolutely. And I'd be one to, I, I would be one to really stand up with the other crowd and, and clap and uh, pay the guy his honor for doing what he did as a ramp. Gotcha. I, 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 I clap for him. I ain't going to stand up for it. Yeah. I, I clap for yeah. him. But anything, anything else you want to add, Isaac, before we get out of here, man? That's it, Doc. I mean, it's, uh, it's about us. It's about the, the performance that we can uh, build on from last week coming into this week. And I'd love to see another defensive effort like we had last week, Doc. All praises to the most high. That's going to do it for Amen. another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Until next week, we out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.